It's Tuesday, November 1, 2022. Luis Inácio Lula da Silva has defeated Brazil's far-right President Jair Bolsonaro, capping a remarkable political comeback. Major turning point for climate in Brazil's presidential election. The drop in Russian gas exports after its invasion of Ukraine will transform the global energy landscape. Russia's war in Ukraine has accelerated the energy transition. New report finds, plus... Let's turn to climate. And that was it for Climate Questions in U.S. Senate debates. Guess it's not all that important. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. How would you hold Russia and other polluting com- countries accountable? Well, I would I would demand the same kind of uh, the same kind of international uh, agreements that they that that is uh, that we have we are bound by. Oh, you mean like the Paris Agreement that we're bound by, that Russia's bound by, that China's bound by, and that your president Donald Trump pulled the U.S. out of Don Bullock, Republican Senate candidate from New Hampshire. Got it. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, very big international news, very good international news, I think, from down in Brazil. Yeah, for once. Big news in Brazil. The former president, known to the people simply as Lula, narrowly won Brazil's presidential election runoff on Sunday, defeating far-right President Jair Bolsonaro in an election with global climate implications that will reverberate worldwide. In his single term as president, Bolsonaro accelerated deforestation of the Amazon rainforest to the highest levels in 15 years harming a critical global carbon sink that absorbs a significant chunk of humanity's carbon emissions. Lula has vowed to cut Amazon deforestation to zero and set new emissions targets for Brazil, a monumental shift, according to Brown University historian James Green on CNBC. I can't emphasize how much things will be different in this country with Lula's election. It means a return to policies to save the Amazon. It means developing government programs to eliminate hunger again. And not a moment too soon. Russia has unleashed a barrage of missile strikes against Ukraine's civilian energy infrastructure in major cities, knocking out electricity and water systems, a potential war crime. Eighty percent of residents in Kiev are without water, according to officials. But an unexpected turn in the war after Russia engaged an energy blackmail, cutting off natural gas exports to Europe to erode Europe's support for Ukraine. European officials say that storage for natural gas going into winter is now nearly full, helped in part by conservation and near record warm autumn temperatures. Global warming saves us again. Here in the U.S., the 2020 midterm elections are just days away, an inflection point in American democracy that will also determine the future of U.S. climate policy. Voters have a stark choice between Democratic climate hawks or Republican climate science deniers and delayers for control of Congress, governorships, and state legislatures. But it's hard for them to know what to do if they don't know the candidates' positions. A Media Matters analysis of Senate debates found moderators ask zero questions about man-made climate change in key Senate races in Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Well, there are states that are not that affected by climate change. 
climate change, right? Only debate moderators in New Hampshire asked the candidates about climate. Good. Meanwhile, on Monday... Oil companies, record profits today, are not because they're doing something new or innovative. Their profits are a windfall of war. President Biden went on the offensive on Monday against major oil companies, calling their record profits the result of war profiteering from energy instability caused by Russia's war on Ukraine. He is correct. Exxon, Chevron and Shell pulled in record or near record profits in the third quarter. Biden again called for Congress to enact a windfall profits tax on the oil industry for price gouging consumers while global oil prices have fallen. Oil majors are buying back shares and paying out billions to their shareholders instead of investing in new production. While they are screwing you over at the pump. Finally, some good news. The newly released annual World Energy Outlook report from the International Energy Agency concludes that Russia's war on Ukraine is likely to accelerate the global energy transition away from fossil fuels, quote, not just for the time being, but for decades to come. While some countries have temporarily increased burning of fossil fuels to address short-term energy shortages, the IEA projects for the first time ever that on current trends, demand for coal will peak in just a few years, natural gas usage will peak by the end of the decade, and oil demand will peak around the mid-2030s. That's because homegrown clean technology like wind, solar, and batteries are cheaper and more stable, and the fuel is free. I really don't think Vladimir Putin thought this one through. At least I'm glad Brazilian voters did. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. 